99 Jams. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to Community Matters. Happy Sunday. And I'm here with the City of Miami Gardens Mayor, Oliver Gilbert. A charge to keep yes, I have. A God to glorify. Yes. An ever dying soul to save and fit it for the sky. In case y'all ain't in church and y'all listen to the radio, <laughs> or in case you're in one of those churches that allow you to listen to the radio, I'm happy. Thank you for having me, Cindy. I Thanks appreciate you. for coming this Sunday. Sunday morning. So how are you like post election time? Like Man, well I'm traumatized. <laughs> this is like no, this is well first of all, I'm I'm it's I'm so happy to be able to see real commercials again. Okay. So like I never thought I'd miss those other commercials. <laughs> like I miss all type of commercials now. I miss you know, one comedian said he missed the little uh the, the Viagra couple. Because uh, you know, it's like everybody <laughs> you can see all these commercials now and, and so you know you get to see food commercials and yeah. movie commercials and now the commercials are ended. But it's one of those times that, you know, I'm a little disappointed. Mm-hmm. But you know, we, we just keep working. We encourage we did a lot for the elections and we're gonna do a lot more because uh, what we know is that you have to keep voting if you don't keep voting uh it won't work it definitely won't work that's what i was gonna do i was gonna give you high fives big high fives and a round of applause because the city of miami gardens definitely represented this um election season with all kinds of events and voters registrations when it was that time Mm -hmm. then come out and early vote when it was that time and then just come out and vote on tuesday november 6th how did like all these events keep coming to miami gardens well it's it's an it's an active effort on our part. So I started something called the Office of Civic Engagement. Mm-hmm. And so what we're going to do is register people to vote and educate voters year round. Oh, uh, for this idea. election, we couldn't advocate for a specific candidate. But what we did do is we provided free rides to the polls. We did uh, voter turnout events. Uh, we tried to do as many things as possible to get as many people as possible to turn out. You know, one of the things that we're fond of doing as a community is complaining before elections and after elections, but not voting during elections, mm-hmm. which is actually the way the Constitution gives you to complain. The Constitution says if you want to complain, if you disagree with somebody, you show up on that Tuesday and you vote. And and that we don't do that very much. And so what we want to do is encourage turnout all the time. Every election, uh, we want Miami Gardens to turn out to vote. We want to be have the most civically active city in the entire country. Because I think that that'll say a couple of things, not just to the rest of the country. They'll, they'll stand up and take note, but it'll say something to our kids, that this, this place that we call America, this great civic experiment, that we, you know, we hear a lot of bad stuff about it. We, we can reinvent ourselves in every election. You know, you can tell that, right? Because we were a country that was represented by Barack Obama, and now we're a country that's represented by Donald Trump. We can reinvent ourselves. Yeah. We just have to actually be committed to that process. And so we're going to do that. We're going to help people be continually committed and educated and registered. And uh, one of the exciting things about this election was the Amendment for Restoration of Felons' Rights passed. Yes. And so we're going to. Yes. Mm-hmm. We're going to be doing. Uh, a registration event. I think the first day you can register is people on the 8th. We're going to try to do something very soon thereafter to actually start the process. So we want to work with, you know, the supervisor of elections uh, in Dade County, the, the State Department, whoever it is we need to do to find out exactly what needs to happen to allow folks to be reincorporated uh, as full members of, of our community, of our society, of this this American thing that we do. So yeah. it, it's work. We're going to work, though. Amendment 4 was definitely something that a lot of us because that was like 1.6 million non-violent um, felons that could not vote. Mm-hmm. And, and these are people, you know, to put this in context, these are people who might have had a felony drive 
driving while license suspended. Yeah, traffic violation. Yeah, traffic violation. I mean, there, there's a lot of, you know, a lot of times when you capture that, you're thinking, oh, the, it's per, someone who took a life or someone who, no, sometimes it's just a regular person who made, made a mistake in life. And, and now they get up and they go to work every day. Mm-hmm. They take care of their family every day. They they deserve to be their taxpayers in these communities all across the state of Florida all the time. And we're willing to take their money in taxes. We're willing to do all of that, but not allow them to be full participants in our voting system, full participants in the American experiment. It's wrong. And I'm happy that the, the, the voters of Florida corrected that. And, you know, to pass the constitutional amendment in Florida, you don't just need 50 percent plus one. You need like 60 percent of the vote. So mm-hmm. whenever we add something to the Constitution, uh, the people who showed up really meant it. And even in a close election like this, when you see, you know, Democrats and Republicans, you know, basically getting 49 and 51 or 48. So it, it, no, but 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 that amendment got well over 60. Okay. So what we know is, is that it was the will of the people of this state that we make equal those who've had problems. And uh, we're going to do that. We're going to do our part in Miami Gardens. When something like, OK, um, when Republicans take over as if they take over as governor and um, and they're the Senate and all that stuff. How does that affect a city, a municipality like Miami Gardens? Um, you know, well, I've only ever been mayor in the city. Really, it's only ever existed uh, under Republican rule because Republicans have been ruling the state of Florida mm-hmm. for like it's 25 years. And we've only been a city for 15 years. Um, we, we've learned to operate in in under any, you know, state hierarchy, under any federal leadership. Because what we talk about in Miami Gardens is, listen, we appreciate that you might not like us. If you don't want to help us, we'll do it ourselves. And you see that the things we've done with our police department, incorporating police department, and now going out um, and actually recruiting kids from the community and putting them through the police academy and making them police officers in the city. You see that with our general obligation bond. We say, hey, listen, we want our kids to have access to things like science, technology, engineering, mathematics, recording studios, television studios, culinary arts. We're not asking for anything. We'll do it ourselves. We'll spend mm-hmm. $60 million and do it ourselves. And you see that with stuff like the lighting districts. Look, one of the things that we're doing right now is we have a campaign called Light It Up. A lot of our residential areas... They might misunderstand that. Light It Up, yeah. Now, <laughs> so th- explain what yeah, Light this, this It isn't Up a, This isn't a, like a, a, a promotion for marijuana. No, it isn't. Um, th- th- this is a promotion for turning on the lights, taking over the lighting districts in in Miami Gardens. What happens is you, you see the street lights and residents will come and complain that oh, it's dark on my street, and they think that's a city function. In a lot of cities it is, but in Miami Gardens it's not. So what does that mean? It's, it's a function of a special taxing district called the Lighting District. Mm-hmm. And so those Lighting Districts are actually controlled by the county, not the city. Oh, so Dade. Yes, Miami-Dade County actually controls those because we were were in the city. So those lights have been up for a while. So those houses get special little tax assessments that fund the operation and and deployment of lights in those neighborhoods. Mm. And it's a whole bunch of little lighting districts. Well, one of the things that we're doing, and this is because the county is actually on board with it, um, we're going to the voters on, I think the ballots are actually going to be mailed on November 21st. Mm. And they have to be returned by December 11th. But there's one measure on the ballot, we're we're asking them to give the city control of those of special lights. lighting districts mm-hmm. so that, you know, we can do things like incorporate LED lighting throughout the city, which makes it brighter and it actually saves you money. Yeah. And we can use those savings to actually work in incorporating extra crime 
crime suppression methods, the things that we know that work, like ShotSpotter, things we know that work, like uh, surveillance cameras in neighborhoods. So people know, hey, if you do something here, you're it, on right, camera. You, right here on 37th or 47th Avenue, right by these parking you know what, you're on camera now. Mm. You're on camera and we're going to catch you. And, and so, but but independent of that, just having a city that's that's better lit, it's safer, it's better for economic development. Um, and, and we don't notice it because most times when people are, you know, out at night, uh, they're in places that might have a lot of commerce and retail entertainment going on and you see the lights. Mm-hmm. But you're not just driving through other people's residential neighborhood neighborhoods paying attention so to dim. how dim it is. Oh. So it, it, it is. You, <laughs> but you even if there's lights, like they're so yellow, it's like yeah, exactly. it doesn't light it, it, anything. It's, it's like, you know, that that old commercial <laughs> when it says mother of pearl, when exactly. it's talking about the color of your teeth. No, their yeah. teeth are like the, the they're like beige. Yeah, they're not. So it's dark. not light anymore. And so we. we we need people to be. We need people to feel safe. We need people to feel safe exercising in the morning, going to parks, and kids who are waiting on school buses, and people are getting out of their cars when they're coming home at night. Look, being safe is one thing. Reducing crime is one thing. Feeling safe is something else. Mm-hmm. Feeling safe actually speaks to your quality of life, how comfortable you feel in your home. Yeah. And so all of these things uh, add to all of these things. And so when I talk about the city, I talk about economic development, I talk about police, I talk about parks. Because all of these things add to what Miami Gardens as a community is and how our residents and our business operate within that community. You're saying about – you just discussed another ballot. Like what is this about? It's going to be – you're going to get a ballot mailed to your house if you're in one of these special lighting districts. So they're going to mm-hmm. mail a ballot to you. And on the ballot, there's going to be one question. The one question is going to be um, – Shall the city of Miami Gardens take control over the special lighting district? Mm -hmm. And you just got to say yes. You say yes, and you mail it back. Now, the postage is included, y'all. We don't pay for the postage. Okay, I was going to say, you you expect people to buy stamps. I'm not not going to ask you to buy stamps. And you're going to mail it. It has to be there by December 11th. So I don't don't need you to wait to mail it on December 11th. I need you to drop it in the mail, you know, as early as possible. As soon as you get the ballot, send it back. Let me ask you a question. You know, our beautiful people were such procrastinators. Is there another way besides mailing it that they can submit it? Can they drop it off at City Hall? Is the, Betty T. Ferguson, can they take it there? Like, it, If you don't mail it, you have to drop it off at the Department of Elections. It has to be at the Department of Elections in Doral, I believe. Oh, come on. Yeah, so listen. Don't, so the county's running this election, yeah. So I'm telling y'all now, just put it in the mailbox. Otherwise, that's that's eight that's 826. Y'all know how that traffic is. Going south, yeah, exactly. you be trying to get through Hialeah, you get to Doral, you be in traffic for at least two hours. You ain't going to do that. We know you're not going to do that. Mm-hmm. Put it in the mail. That's why we pay for the postage. <laughs> that is why we pay for the postage. So we're going to tally it. They're going to open them and tally them on, on December 11th. And hopefully the, the voters will begin what will be the next step of transitioning and, and transformation in Miami Gardens, turning on the lights in this city. I have a question, and this is like not even touching this. Who paid for the those traffic lights that were on and some some major like intersections still have them but who paid for the traffic lights the traffic cameras I should say that were on and everybody was getting tickets like me and who well, paid for that Well you you pay for it but with the ticket <laughs> with the ticket money so your inability to, to stop it a lot like to raise money well oh, you know th- we? th- th- those are interesting things because and it comes at a really critical time too because mm-hmm. one of the things that we fought to uh, reduce crime and violence in Miami Gardens and one of the areas that we have had absolutely no success in in Miami Gardens is is vehicular homicides mm. um people getting hit by cars and, and people just keep going it, and, and yeah so the traffic lights are the the 
red light cameras are for that now. But even with those, we have to find a better way mm-hmm. to to bring safety to the streets and just people driving. Because it really is. I did an event with um an organization where it's it's just an accident stop because a lot of the people just actually keep going and they mm-hmm. transition or they transform something that's really an accident into an actual crime. Honestly. But people just aren't safe anymore on the roads. I mean, whether it's the little scooters. The scooters. <laughs> well, first of all, the, the, before we get to the scooters, the people who are on the little motorized bicycles who they don't have to pedal anymore but they just ride listen you ain't a car you don't have a please get off the road i I do not want you on the road but the scooters who don't feel like the traffic laws apply to them and it's true enough that we probably won't chase them because the law doesn't allow us to chase them but but you don't want to come across an intersection where a person who's just minding their business trying to get home and they don't see you about to to violate the law and run the red light and they hit you and kill you because when we we have some pretty good experience with this when someone who's on one of those vehicles interacts with the with a car the car wins of course the car wins this is not even something that we we've demonstrated that throughout this community that the car is going to win and we want everyone to be able to go home and so the, the the red light cameras are a large a smaller part of a larger effort that you'll see and you'll see our policemen out doing a lot as as available, a lot of speed control because one of the things that we notice is people are flying up and down these streets like there's no consequence. Mm-hmm. And and there has to be consequence. And I guess it's more personal for me because I get to actually hear the stories about the people who don't make it home. Mm-hmm. I get to actually be the person who and, I, and it's an honor to you know speak at home going services on behalf but of the community. Avoidable. But it's an avoidable death. <laughs> it is avoidable death. Mm. So we can do things. Uh, we can do things like that. But the cameras that this, if we these would be completely separate than that. Mm. Uh, though, though these cameras would be the type of cameras they have on like street corners in New York City. When you see New York City went from one of the most violent cities in the country to one of the safest cities in the country, they did that with some policing, but they did with a, did with a lot of electronics. Yeah. They did it with a lot cameras, of technology. Yeah. The cameras. So putting cameras in in in. Areas where there was a lot of crime deterred the crime. You do that with more community policing. You do that with better education systems. You do that with more economic development, creating jobs. And what happens is you slowly slowly start to eke down uh, occurrences of violence. Mm-hmm. And, and that's ultimately our goal because we want everybody in their homes with their families uh, having fun. We want everybody in our restaurants, you know, that, that are coming eating food. We want everybody being a part of this larger growing Miami Gardens community. I saw in the news, it was a couple months back, and, and this road is a road that I drive through a lot. It's the road that's, um I want to say, from 199th, Northwest 199th Street to Northwest 183rd, and I think 7th Avenue. They rebuilt that whole roadway, mm-hmm. put roundabouts, and did all kinds of stuff to make it safer. But people are going like 70 miles per hour Th- through around. Through the roundabout. Yeah, and they're hitting the houses it, now it, and hitting, like, what do you it, do it, in a case like that? Well, one of the things that we're doing, you know, you're bringing up all the stuff that we're working on. Because uh, <laughs> hey. one of the things that we've done is we don't actually control, as a city, mm-hmm. the uh Red light system or stop signs or speed bumps, those things are actually, those traffic control devices, they call them, okay. are actually controlled by the, by the county. Oh, okay. But we've taken the position that, um, that people want the roundabouts there, and people and, and the roundabouts are very nice, but the fact that, first, that there are two categories of people. The first category of people, they don't know how to drive the roundabout. So they don't know that you got to yield to the person in the circle. They think Who's that, it, right. exactly. Like yeah, they, 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 they think that everybody, if you're going 
going like north and south, you get to just go all the time. That is not true. Mm -hmm. That's just fundamentally not how it works. But then there's a separate category of people which are substantially more dangerous to those homes. The people who who overestimate their ability and feel like they can speed into the roundabout and they're not going to lose control. And so that left tire hits the the curve. Mm -hmm. It spins them off right. Off right is a house where people live. Um, One of the things that we're trying to do as a city, and we're asking the county to partner with us, but we've essentially taken a position. We're going to do it anyway. Um, And if the county's listening, I apologize. (laughs) Uh, We're going to do it anyway, but we're going to put we're going to put speed bumps there. Mm-hmm. We're going to try to we're going to try to slow people down into going into the roundabout. So because what's happening is they're getting right to the roundabout and trying to make a left or trying to make a right. And they're veering off because their curve, their car's hitting the curb. We're going to try to put speed bumps there to slow you down right before you get to it. Um, so that so that you don't go in there going 50 miles an hour because you mm-hmm. think you're that good of a driver. Yeah. And you're not. You're just not. There's some evidence you're in somebody's living room right now. Yeah. And it's not safe for the people who are on that street. Um, we're, so we're going to do everything we can. And we're hopeful that the county will join us in that effort. If the county doesn't join us in that effort, then we hope they just don't dig up the speed bumps because they're going to put them down. <laughs> so mm-hmm. we're going to put them down because ultimately we can't just sit by and watch people drive into these people's living room. Hello. Now, w- w- everybody, the county, the city, everybody went out and they talked to these people about making the street better. The residents along those streets about making them better. And, and sure enough, the roundabout did beautify the streets. But if you're the person who was on one of those corners, and I think the house on 191 and 7th Avenue, I think that's actually one of the homes, uh, that person wasn't having people drive into their... It, it's definitely not better for them. Yeah. It's definitely not better for them. And there's no one's, a school, too. Yeah, there's so a school right there. on that bus stop. It's madness. We're going to do what we can to slow that that street down, that area down, because we understand how it how it's affecting the, the safety on the roads of the people who are driving, but especially the people who are in those houses and sitting on their porches because if you're sitting on your porch and someone flies through that roundabout and hits you uh, this is a completely different conversation Mm -hmm. that's much sadder that it it encompasses a substantial amount of crying and sorrow so now let's say the ballot goes through and all the uh, residents of city of miami gardens want you know the city of miami gardens to take control of the street lights where does the money for that come from is the miami-dade county giving you a budget or it, how does that work it's it's already it's the same money you're paying but it, it, oh. it might actually end up being less because a lot of our lights haven't been retrofitted for led lights okay. so when we talk about led lights led lights are more a, a more modern light that mm-hmm. actually allows for better illumination at a lower electricity cost okay. but it's something you're already paying yeah you're already paying and the county goes and and they get the money um and i guess they've been working with probably Florida Power and Light or whoever the light services is mm-hmm. in those areas to to provide lighting. The problem is it hasn't necessarily been modernized in a lot of areas. And so areas that, you know, you have lights, but it's not actually light. light. So you have you have lights, but it ain't light. It's a glow. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah it's like mood lighting. It's like, yeah, <laughs> it, it, everything's romantic. You, you could have like exactly. a nice dinner here or something. So I'm not looking for that. I'm looking for, hey, no, this light's on and people who want to act a fool know they can't. And people who want to take their dog out for a walk at night, mm-hmm. they feel safe because it's they can tell they aren't there aren't shadows like that because when you have lights that haven't been really retrofitted and they aren't modern everything's a shadow and living in that shadow it doesn't make people feel safe and so it's one of the things that you know as, as we continue our path that's becoming uh, a mature community it's one of the things that we want to deal with in Miami Gardens and then the thing is too is that you know once the lighting falls into place correctly then the next step of, you know, your plan of attempting to put street light cameras to 
it, um, regulate crime if it's dark what is it what is it filming in the first place yeah, so. exactly and, and what you find is look when you put the new cameras you put the lights in there you can build the cameras and stuff like wi-fi into those lights mm-hmm. for those neighborhoods and it's not for everywhere but we know um, we we know where we have significant challenges when it comes to public safety, where those challenges are in Miami mm-hmm. Gardens. Uh, and so we know that, that some areas are more affected than others, and we know that some of those same areas are some of the areas that are poorly lit. Yeah. And so it, it, it's important to really note that that type of correlation, and, and that's really the level of when we sit down as public works and parks and, and PD and the city manager and the city attorney, we're not just looking at one area, like w- one one aspect of that area. We're looking at, well, what public, what parks service this area and what programs do we have there? How do the streets look from a public respect, public works perspective? Uh, policing, how is our patrol? What is our, what are our numbers in this area? Lights, how well lit is it? Is it, is it an area that's primarily owner, owner occupied? It's a, uh, it's a high renter area. We're looking at all of those things to try to affect those areas. And so now we're trying to get the word out about actually mailing in your ballot. Mm-hmm. What are the, some of the ways that you're trying to get the word out besides being here on 99 Jams? Like, are the local stores and businesses spreading the word? Are there flyers up? Like, how are the residents finding out about well, it? Well, listen, I have Tamara Watley's personal cell number here. <laughs> no. <Call. laughs> I want you to call Tamara Watley. She's in charge of getting the word out. No, it, 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 we're doing a lot of email blasts. We're doing mm-hmm. a lot of... Uh, Auto calls will be going out. Instagram Insta- posts. We're going to be Facebook. doing Instagram, social media. Mm-hmm. And there are also going to be some community meetings. So we're going to all the crime watches. And we're specifically targeting the areas where the special lighting districts are. Because we have a lot of households. Miami Gardens is a pretty big city. Yeah. But I think that affected by these elections is going to be somewhere over 2,000 households. Wow. So, so we're trying to be more surgical because... Attacking all 60,000 households in Miami Gardens would be a substantially uh, more daunting task. And, and we don't have a lot of time to do this. You know, yeah. we didn't pick the, the timing for this. The timing for this is dictated to us by the county okay. because they run the election system. And they're just finishing a fairly big election. And so they're taking this on and they're preparing our ballots and they're going to be mailed out. So those those houses that are getting the ballots will be getting mail also. They'll be getting calls also. Okay. We'll be going on. You know, we're here because we know you have an extraordinary listening population mm-hmm. and we we're going to be in churches we're going to send Tamara to, to every park <laughs> to pass out these wonderful flyers she has a whole little staff of people you see that yeah you know what it's like only one person here works with me I don't understand this it's like yeah it's like it's like it's like me and Alex this is the crew who don't go to church <laughs> yeah these are the these are the there's 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 clubby and there's there's partier <laughs> And there's, I'm not even going to call you a nickname because she's looking like she could beat me up. But she went to FAMU, so no, she probably get down too. Yeah, so, so, and Tamara, she reads on Saturday nights. But it's fine. It's fine. It's all good. I'm, I'm sorry. They told me to behave, and I didn't. No, you, Let's no, just pray. Like my son says. He says, Daddy, I was a bad boy. Let's pray. Let's just pray. Before <laughs> yeah. you get angry, yeah, let's take just other pray. matters. Let's yeah. just pray then he first. says, church hands. Church hands, Daddy. Church hands. Now, he's talking about his hands. He's talking about mine. So, yeah. <laughs> exactly, right? So, any other other last words you have for the city of Miami Gardens. Lots of things going on and lots of meetings and positive events. I, I like City of Miami Gardens is just growing beautifully. Congratulations. Last time you were here we spoke about the old Carol Mart, what it was supposed mm-hmm. what it was going to be. And I've done two remotes out there and it is. Yeah, no. It is definitely beautiful. It, 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 it's it's a good time in Miami Gardens because one of the things that we did is, 
you know, when I first came here back in 2012, mm-hmm. I, I talked about small, small things that make a big difference when you add them up. Because a lot of times when we talk about transforming our communities, we talk about this one big thing. So what I said was, no, let's 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 hire local police officers. Let's change our land use. Let's make development easier. Let's get all of these small things and let's aggregate the difference that they make into something big. And that's what that's what the Carol Mart redevelopment as the yeah. Gardens Promenade is. Yeah, Gardens You know, that, that's one of the things that when we talk about uh, the stadium, the Miami Tennis Open coming uh, to the stadium, the Dolphins football headquarters coming to the stadium, and now the development that we're undertaking now, the next development is the white dirt that all the dirt bikes like to next drive to on next to Walmart. Um we're pretty pretty close to finalizing, and we're moving ahead, actually, with the developers who are going to be doing stuff there. It's going to be restaurants and a hotel and nice. condominiums and a lot of stores. And, you know, it's, it's nice. going to be some stuff that's, that's really entertainment, a lot of entertainment there. Mm-hmm. So we're, we're moving ahead with that. And it's just, it's just continued effort. Just stay, stay engaged because stay engaged and listen for, for realness and not, and not talk. Because yeah. a lot of times people are just talking and they, what they want, but we go out there and we work for this. Okay. You know, I remember now when people talk about the restaurants that are coming, we have coming that we're going to be announcing soon and like the Burlington Coat Factories. And they used to tell us that those people ain't going to come to a black neighborhood. Well, it, it was a mixture of people. The two times I've been out there, it's, it's complete. Not just listen, us. every everybody's it, going out there. Listen, I saw it with my own two eyes. The national stores. I had a meeting with one of the developers. The national stores and franchises that have relocated to Miami Gardens are all at least performing a hundred percent greater than their expectations. Mm-hmm. So, and because it's, it's kind of a tribute to what we said. What we said was, people in our community they just want nice quality stuff to do, places to shop, mm-hmm. you know, places to eat. If you build it. They will come. Exactly. And Miami Gardens residents aren't disappointing me, and neither are the people from other areas. So it's working out well. So I want to thank you, Mayor Oliver Gilbert, City of Miami Gardens. The Instagram is City of Miami Gardens, right? All yes. right. So make sure you follow City of Miami Gardens on Facebook, Twitter, everything. His staff definitely keeps you up to date on everything going on. And make sure you mail in your ballot. Mail in your ballot. They have to be in by December 11th. You will be. They'll be mailed out on November 21st. So you're going to be getting them really soon. Mail back. Your ballot and let's light the city up and check yes, right? Yes, there you go. <laughs> All right, thank you, Mayor. Thank you, your girl, Super Cindy. Community matters.